And within the studio with me this morning is retired state's attorney from Warren County, Chip Algren. Good morning, Chip. Good morning. How are you, Vanessa? Good. I heard a rumor, and then I saw that it was true. There were golfers on the country club course yesterday. Yes. In fact, they opened the golf course uh, for walkers only. Um, still a little soft to have golf cart carts out, but... Yeah, for this time of year, early February, that's a little unusual. When's the last time you remember gophers in February? Boy, it's been a long time. I, I do recall uh, many years ago, probably 15 years ago, we did have one year where we were out and played golf at least once every month during the year, but that's been many years ago. Wow. Yeah, mm. I just got to see some pictures yesterday and some stocking caps, but they look yeah. pretty happy. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I'm sure. So I'm sure there'll be some more out, particularly in the next two or three days. Absolutely. With well, hopefully that rain, uh, we'll see what that does. But with the temperature at 60, definitely have seen a lot more people out walking. Oh yeah, walking their dogs. It's just been great. Quite different than it was a couple of weeks ago. Yes, no doubt about it. All right, you've got some updates that are important to our Warren County residents. Uh, first, let's talk about the change in judges. Well, uh, we've recently had uh, a couple of changes in judges for our circuit. Uh, Dave Vansel. Uh, was appointed to the 4th District Appellate Court. Dave is resident, was resident circuit judge from Henderson County, and he was also chief judge of our circuit. Uh, the 4th District covers 41 counties uh, in central Illinois. The northern boundary uh, basically is just north of Rock Island County, and then uh, the southern boundary is just below Springfield. Uh, the 4th District Appellate Court sits in Springfield, and they hear appeals that come out of any of the 41 counties. And the district st stretches from the Mississippi River all the way to the Indiana border. So it's uh, quite a prestigious position. Uh, I would also mention that uh, when I was appointed state's attorney in 1995, uh, I hired Dave Ansel to be my assistant. So he has a direct connection with Warren County. And uh, anyway, he was sworn into the appellate court uh, on February 1st. So he will be sitting there uh, for, well, who knows how long, you know, on the appellate court. And then uh, also connected to Warren County is uh, Ray Cavanaugh. Ray Cavanaugh is a circuit judge in our circuit. Uh, after I hired Dave Vansel, Dave was with me for a little over a year when he was elected state's attorney in Henderson County. I then hired Ray Cavanaugh, who eventually became a circuit judge. And Ray was recently elected by the other circuit judges in, in our circuit uh, to become the chief judge of the circuit. So we have, uh, you know, a direct connection with uh, uh, the judicial system out of our county. Uh, and speaking of judges, I think as most people know, uh, Joe McGraw is running for the uh, Republican position as Congress in the upcoming election. And Joe McGraw was an assistant state's attorney here in 1986. Okay. So a lot of really fantastic opportunities for people to uh, move up in their careers and positions. So congratulations yes. to them. Yes. It, it's, uh, I, I think, something to be proud of for our county that we've had a lot of good people serve in that position uh, over the years. And I think that's indicative of where they've gone with their careers. Okay. Well, good update. Thank you very much, and congratulations again to Judge David Vansel and Judge Ray Kavanaugh. Yes. Okay, what's next? I know you wanted to talk about sales tax collections. Yes, well, um, I'm sure as your listeners are aware, uh, last April, the voters of Warren County approved a three-quarter percent increase in the sales tax 
uh, to fund a new law enforcement center. That sales tax was to go into effect January 1 of this year, so it's been in effect now for a little over a month. And to explain to your listeners how the sales tax works, every merchant that collects sales tax in Warren County uh, forwards that tax to the Illinois Department of Revenue. Once it is collected by the Department of Revenue, it's then distributed back here to Warren County, to the city of Monmouth, the other municipalities. So uh, at this point, we've not received any any money from the state of Illinois with our tax increase, but that'll be coming shortly. That's important because now we'll be able to see if the revenue that's being generated meets what we anticipated it would uh, going back about a year ago. But to tell you what, what has occurred, though, um, on January 2nd, I went to a local uh, restaurant, and uh, I did so for two reasons. Number one, I was hungry, but secondly, I wanted to see uh, if they were charging the increase in sales tax, and I discovered that that was not being done. So I talked to a couple of other people in town that that day had been in different businesses, and a couple were charging the new sales tax, but others were not. That obviously raised a concern. So I worked with the Warren County uh, clerk, uh, Randy Reynolds, and also the Warren County treasurer, uh, Danielle Cox, in trying to determine just where we were at in the collection of the sales tax. So we contacted the state of Illinois, and we were told this, that the majority of merchants uh, do their transaction with the Department of Revenue regarding sales tax online. They establish what's called a my tax account, and what happens is they report their taxable income to the Illinois Department of Revenue. The Illinois Department of Revenue then automatically determines how much the merchant owes them in sales tax. So what we were told was that if a merchant is not collecting it, they're still paying for it to the state of Illinois, meaning that Warren County would receive its anticipated income. But that would mean that if the merchant is not passing it on to the customers, it's coming off their bottom line. Now, the Illinois Department of Revenue notified merchants uh, around the 1st of November of last year of the increase. If it was merchants that did their uh, transactions with the Department of Revenue online, they were sent an email with Mm. the notification. That we have no idea if it went to spam, did the letter arrive? That is certainly a challenge these days. Yes. And then there are still some merchants that do their sales tax um, mailing. They do it through mail to the Illinois Department of Revenue. So those merchants received a letter telling them of the tax increase. When we found out that there was a problem, uh, we got a copy of that letter and discovered it was very confusing. So even if a merchant received it, they may not really understand what they needed to do. Um, As a result of that, and in conjunction with the Warren County Board and the Treasurer's Office, we got a printout from the Illinois Department of Revenue of the number of merchants that collected sales tax in Warren County for the past year. Over 9,700 merchants collected sales tax in Warren County. I, I was amazed at the number. But when you consider that also includes anyone that bought something online that paid sales tax, mm-hmm. any of those companies, that money was going to Illinois Department of Revenue. Okay. 
So a couple of weeks ago, we got a printout from the Department of Revenue listing all 9,700 plus of the companies that had collected and transmitted sales tax to the Department of Revenue. Uh, without getting into a real confusing explanation, uh, the merchants were all coded. I went through all 9,700 of the print or the line items of merchants, and we determined which ones that we would send a letter to explaining what had occurred with the tax increase and their need to either update or correct what they were doing in the collection of it. We narrowed it down to a little under 300 merchants uh, through the coding process because, for example, we could have a merchant uh, that collected sales tax that was out of the state of New York that maybe only did one sale in Warren County. Mm -hmm. Okay, So we, we called it down to all the merchants that were in Warren County as well as the major merchants that would do online sales, such as Amazon, Walmart, that, that type of thing. That letter went out last week. Okay. So, and, and part of the reason we did it, too, is because we wanted to make merchants aware that, that you may be cutting into your own profit if you're not charging the correct amount of sales sure. tax. So it was done to notify them and also to help the, the, you know, the merchants in Warren County uh, to properly do the collection. And then, as I mentioned, uh, within the next week or two, we'll be getting our first payment from the Illinois Department of Revenue, and then we'll be able to determine if uh, it's meeting our anticipated revenue uh, uh, increase that we believed we would receive. And have you ever had to do that before? Have you ever had to track down payments like this, sales tax payments like this before, or is this the first time? Well, this is the first time that we've done it, at least Warren County, uh, because Warren County, it's been many, many, many years since Warren County did any of its own increase in sales tax. Okay. And let me just give you an example of, of where we're at. Um, the city of Monmouth, the current sales tax rate is 10%, except for uh, the truck stop, Love's Truck Stop. And that area is 11% because the city added an additional 1% to help pay for the infrastructure the city uh, put in place when Love's came to town. Mm -hmm. All right, the rest of Warren County, which includes Roseville, Little York, Kirkwood, and all the rural area, sales tax is 8%, okay? Out of that sales tax, uh, the state of Illinois receives 6.25%, okay? So on a 10% in the city of Monmouth, the state of Illinois is receiving over 60% of the sales tax collected. Mm -hmm. Only about 40% actually goes into the local uh, economy through uh, coming back to local government. So when people see that, they need to understand that not all that money goes back to Monmouth or Warren County, that the state is taking the bulk of that. Okay. That's uh, sobering. Yeah, it, it is. and Because uh, you don't think about it. You think all of your taxes go back to where you live, you, except for motor fuel maybe uh, or things you know of that nature for state taxes. But when we say buy local, shop local, which it is. Yes. It is. It's certainly. But we're hoping for more than 40% to go to our local merchants. Well, we, we hope so. But um, under the current system, that's, uh, that's just the way it is. And that's using Monmouth. Uh, for example, if you buy something outside the city of Monmouth, the percentage of tax that goes to the state of Illinois is much greater. 
And question about the number of beds, too. I know you guys were going to look at overall what this year was going to be since the uh, Safety Act, or it's got a lot of different names since September 18th went into effect. Right. And at the moment, we are averaging somewhere around nine yes. people uh, in the county jail, I should should say. Right. And when we were campaigning uh, and promoting the county jail project, uh, this was discussed a lot. Sure. That the Safety Act was going to go into effect. It had not at the time. And we didn't know how that would affect our jail population. And that's critical because at, when we do construct the new law enforcement center, the number of beds that we put in there, we didn't want to overbuild, but also, too, we didn't want to underbuild. And because of the way that we were doing this, where we would start collecting tax, collect it for a couple of years effectively to build up a down payment, we would then have a couple of years of history to be able to look at, at how this had affected our jail mm -hmm. population. We have, over the recent months, seen a decline on a daily average, uh, a fairly substantial. But I can tell you, too, though, in talking with uh, Warren County State's Attorney, uh, Tom Siegel, mm -hmm. that filings are down, arrests are down. And that has nothing to do with the Safety Act, but we've seen this in the past. Uh, when I was State's Attorney many years ago, Yes, I saw times when our population would drop down to nine or ten people for a period of time, and then for a period of time it would be up in the 30s and 40s. So we'll have at least a couple of years of history before we actually break ground for the jail, and this way we'll be able to determine at that point, okay, do we need 50 beds? Can we get by with 30 beds? You know, whatever mm -hmm. it might be. But we'll have history to go on and not just be making a guess at that what's going to be required. Well, that's going to be really a, a good thing for the taxpayer that they have the option of, I mean, they can't make the decision now because you've already passed it, but sure. if you guys are doing your due diligence to make sure we don't overspend for something we don't need, yes. and we'll have two years of history now, in response to the arrest down, filings down at the same time, Police Chief Joe Schweitzer comes in once a month with his annual report mm -hmm. in um, last month, in January for the month of 2020, or the year of 2023, Calls were up where there's more failure to appears or failure to appears notices to appears. Right. Because certain crimes are no longer considered felony offenses or arrestable or detainable. Yes. And, and one of the things I should have said uh, when I was talking about the decline and the number of filings, I was referring to felony offenses. Uh -huh. And yes, there have been some uh, charges that you know, a, few, a couple of years ago may have been felonies that are no longer felonies. Um, but I, but you're saying we've seen a decline in the number of serious felonies. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what I was referring to. But I think misdemeanors and, to, and calls, and of course the police department, they can have a lot of calls that don't even result in arrest. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, just some kind of neighborhood dispute that they go to and there's no arrest. But that's classified as a call that they make as well. Well, it's good to know that the number of felonies are currently down. It is. Let's keep that going in the <laughs> right direction. The number of petty crimes seems to be going up. Uh, but let's hope again. Just big thanks to our law enforcement for sticking oh, yeah. it out. I mean, our police uh, and and um, sheriff's deputies, our law, you know, our police officers. They they've had a tumultuous career. You know, they they have they can't choose the narrative, uh, in some ways that the media can choose. And, and so just hats off to them for sticking it out. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Quite frankly, um, I, I retired in 2016, and with some of the things that I've seen that have come out of Springfield, uh, of changes in the criminal law and the procedure, quite frankly, I'm kind of glad I don't have to deal with it anymore. And uh, and I would agree. You sound I, like a retired guy there, Chip. Yeah, but I will tell you, a lot of kudos do go to our law enforcement people, because quite frankly, the job is being made more and more difficult by the politicians. And unfortunately, a lot of the politicians that dictate this policy have no idea what they're talking about. Well, let's hope for good things in the future. I hope so. Yes. Chip, thanks for the um, explanation on the, the county jail, uh, the law enforcement center project, as well as the uh, new judges, the advancement in their careers uh, within the appellate and circuit judges for Ray Kavanaugh and David Vansel and the sales tax, sales tax collections. Thanks for all that. Yep, you're very welcome. Have Thank you. Have a great you. day. You too. Chip Algren with us, retired Warren County State's Attorney on WRAM.